You are listening to the Bible 126 podcast. When a whole nation or group of nations stops talking about a subject, there may be a good reason for that or a bad reason. Well, friends, nobody talks about sloth anymore. Sloth is the opposite of hard work. Sloth is when there is something you've got to do or you should do, but you don't do it because of the effort that it needs to do it. So you look at your duty and you say, I can't be bothered. That is the language of sloth. Or you start your duty and after a while you say, that'll do. Every time you hear the word, that'll do, you're in the presence of a slothful person. Because they know they could do better, they know that they should do better, but they're satisfied with less than their best and the best. That is sloth. Sloth is the refusal to put yourself out. So we read in the Proverbs, the desire of the slothful kills him, for his hands refuse to labor. You see, there is something to do, something that should be done, something that's worth doing, but it doesn't get done because of the effort. There is an effort involved, so it doesn't happen. As we go through the book of Proverbs, we notice, however, that the chief characteristic of the slothful man or woman is lying in in the morning. Now, of course, someone's going to ask after the service, what is lying in? For the sake of argument, I'll use Montgomery's definition. General Montgomery, as you know, was a Christian man and he didn't lie in. His definition was, lying in is staying in bed when you've turned over twice. Don't know what you think of that, but when you've turned over twice, it's time to get up. That's what he said. Or, lying in, I think, probably, except for growing children and certain people with medical problems, is staying in bed eight hours after you got into it, more or less. But actually the Bible doesn't give a strict definition of lying in, but it does speak about it a great deal as we saw in our reading. Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise, which having no captain, overseer or ruler, no one to chivy them along, provides her supplies in the summer. Think of that, and everybody else is resting. And gathers her food in the harvest. Now this is what it says next in Hebrew. How long will you lie down, O sluggard? It's translated slumber in our Bible. When will you rise from sleep? And now here's the language of the sluggard. A little sleep, just five minutes more. A little slumber, I'll wait till the, the hand gets round to quarter past. A little folding of the hands to sleep. You know when you pull up the clothes like this? So shall your poverty come on you like a robber and your need like an armed man. That's what the Bible says about it. Because that is the great characteristic of sloth. Staying in bed. Staying in the bed, in bed to the point where in fact you get into the habit of falling back to sleep. The scripture says, slothfulness casts one into a deep sleep. So it's time to get up, but the person turns over and goes back into a deep sleep, and then wakes up later saying, I must have needed that. 
a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. So your poverty will come like a prowler and your want like an armed man. Now that's not the only characteristic, but that's the chief one. It's the one in which the Bible spends the greatest amount of time. The slothful person, wherever he looks and whatever he does, he sees the obstacles. He sees difficulties everywhere. He sees countless reasons why he shouldn't go that way. Everything is like a hedge of thorns to him. It comes to the point where the reasons he starts giving to himself are actually ridiculous. That is one of the great characteristics. So it's the refusal to put yourself out, lying in, seeing difficulties everywhere, not making the effort to do your duty, thinking that difficult equals impossible. Now those are two distinct words in English, because difficult and impossible aren't the same thing. Listen to this, the sluggard will not plough because of winter. Proverbs 20. Now can a field be ploughed in winter? Of course it can. But of course it requires more effort. The ground is hard and therefore harder to plough. The beast that you're using in those days is using a lot of its energy to keep warm and things therefore things go slower. Everything is more difficult but it can be done. But the sluggard says, everything is difficult, therefore I won't do it. And there is the difference between sloth and Christian diligence. Christian diligence says, it is difficult, but I'm supposed to do it, so I will. Sloth says, it is difficult, I know I should do it, but it's difficult. But difficult now changes its spelling and becomes impossible. It doesn't get done because it's hard. This is what we're talking about tonight. So it's not getting going. And it's living in a world of wishing. How often the Bible speaks about that? The soul of a sluggard desires and has nothing. The desire of the slothful kills him, for his hands refuse to labour. He covets greedily all day long. So he thinks about what he could have if, or what he could do if. He thinks about what he wants, where he would like to go, what he would like to achieve. But it's all castles in the sky. He sees clearly the objectives, but he doesn't realize them or ever get them because there is too much effort involved. He doesn't get going. He lives in this world of wishing. He sees others who get there, others who have what he wants, others who've accomplished what he would like to accomplish. But he himself won't make the sacrifice that they've made to get where they've got to. The worst thing about sloth in the scripture is that it is unaware of itself. Generally speaking, slothful people are not aware of being slothful. So God says in his word, the sluggard is wiser in his own eyes 
than seven men who can answer sensibly. You can speak to him about it, but he's not convinced. You can reprove him, but he doesn't take it to heart. You can talk seriously to him, but at the end of the day he feels justified or amused. Now like all sins in scripture, it carries its own particular consequences. The slothful person is pushed around. God says in Proverbs 12, the hand of the diligent will rule, but the slothful will be put to forced labor. Look across the world today, the unconverted world I mean, find the leaders and you'll find people, men and women by and large, who are shaking off sloth. Find those who are pushed around, who have no particular ideas, no flair or initiative, not exercising their talents to the full, and by and large you'll find that they have the characteristics of sloth that we've been talking about this evening. Another, another consequence is depending on others. The sluggard will not plough because of winter, therefore he will beg during the harvest and have nothing. He wouldn't make the effort to plough, others did. Now comes the harvest, but he's got nothing growing. How is he going to stay alive? The only way he can get out of this situation is by depending upon others who worked harder than he was prepared to do. Now we're all capable of achieving something. We don't all have the same opportunities. We don't all have the same health. We don't all have the same income. And we certainly don't all have all the same talents. But we are all capable of achieving something. The difference between one person and another who on all points are more or less equal is that some work hard and some don't. Some go for it and some don't. Some make the effort and others won't. Some achieve and some remain where they are with the destruction of their character. And things go from bad to worse. Which is why we read earlier on, slothfulness casts one into a deep sleep. Give in to sleep and you'll sleep deeper. Give in to doing nothing and you'll do less. Become idle and you'll become even idler. Because once you're on this slope downwards, like anything, you begin to go that way. The whole thing is a life of uselessness. Sloth is a sin. It wastes time. It's 2,000 years nearly since Paul wrote, but this I say, brethren, the time is short. But the time is short, you know. Life is very short. Older people in this church remember vividly, vividly, when they were younger people. It doesn't seem very long ago. Time is very short. We haven't got very long, you know, here to do what God expects of us. So the opportunities must be used. The time must be bought up. It must be redeemed. We're expected to make the best use of our time. The sluggard, he wakes up and he says, oh, Monday. Or he wakes up and says, great, Saturday. But the Christian, in his diligence, wakes up and says, this is the day which the Lord has made. We will rejoice 
and be glad in it. Isn't that a different attitude in the morning? And yet it's the whole, it's the whole change of a life. A life is changed by those first moments. It wastes time. In fact, it wastes your life. Hard work and slothfulness are opposites. Self-discipline and slothfulness are opposites. Remember that diligence, working hard, is precious in itself. The Bible says, that is, God says, diligence is man's precious possession. God said that. It is precious in and of itself. But the Bible goes further than that. The diligent person is rewarded. Hard work, the abandonment of sloth, self-discipline, turning your back on sloth, is always worth it. He who tills his land will be satisfied with bread. The soul of a sluggard desires and has nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made rich. Deep down inside, the person is enriched, as well as enriched in other ways. In all labor, there is profit. God said it. Slothful is a deadly sin. It ruins lives, it ruins families, it ruins nations, and it ruins cultures. It ruins youth, and it ruins old age. It ruins young children, and it ruins young Christians. It is something to be detested. God speaks about it a great deal. If we would see things as God sees them, we must go back to the scriptures. And if we go back to the scriptures and do what they say, we will turn our back on sloth. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can see more podcasts on anchor.fm forward slash Bible 126. Also, there is a feature there where you can sponsor or make a donation to this page. Thank you and stay tuned for more episodes.